Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Three, two, one. Do you know what I feel like doing? Tag me in, brother. Of course, I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Lowdown. I am your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown, all things that are tag team wrestling related, and I'm joined by my co-host. What up, guys? It's his edge, my Christian. It's Sam on the mic. So before we get into today's pod, I'd like to say thank you to everybody and anybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. Yeah, brother. So much to my um, regret or... I don't know. I don't know what to call this. I need to trust DJ AM for once in my life. I need to put my life in his hands. How far this will go, I'm not too sure. You can trust me. I'm a champion. You got you gotta trust me on this. I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm in danger, but I always feel like I'm in danger. But today we're here to break down the top five wrestling tag teams of all time. Of course, you know, there will be some caveats here with us only giving five. And because it is a tag team list, DJ Aim and I worked together for once, and we created this list together. Five tag teams, a few honorable mentions, and of course we'll be talking about a few other teams along the way. Absolutely, and I shot down every idea Kalo had. It was a tough time. Well, speaking of shooting things down and finger guns, I think it's... I thought you were going to say fingering. I was like, oh, where are you going with this? I mean, hey, you can take it wherever you want to (laughs) go. But I think in the vein of that, um, why not bring up the master of the finger guns and this weird little flicky thing that he does all the time? I still don't know how to do it. Uh, The Hardy Boys. Let's just get into this list. I mean... Talk about over-the-top wrestling. Talk about the looks, the memorable moments. I mean, talking about Edge spearing Jeff Hardy off the titles in the TLC match. With oh, the- that was cool. And you just can't get any better. The Hardys speak for themselves, but I'm going to pass it off to you. The Hardys, like, where, where are we at with them? Uh, Hardys, I, I enjoy them. I remember from their team back in the 08s winning the tag team titles against Lance Cade and Trevor Murdoch. I was always a fan of them. I always loved their merch, too. They were always cool. I, I WrestleMania 22 was my first WrestleMania match. To see Jeff Hardy do that jump onto Edge, onto the ladder, was really, like, I took my socks out of my feet. Like, I was shocked about it. And, yeah, no, you, you talk about the top five, uh, talk about uh, best tag team wrestlers. You can't say them without saying the Hardy Bros. They won... The, ta- the WWX, WWE titles, TNA titles, Ring of Honor titles, like, they've done it all. Did they win AEW yet? I'm not too sure. No, I don't because, think they did. Because Jeff Hardy got in, in some big trouble. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Hopefully he gets better soon. But, um, yeah, no, the Hardy Boys, you can't, it's literally, they made tag team wrestling, like, prominent and more, oh, yeah. more noticeable. And when you think about Hardys, you think about WrestleMania 17. Mm-hmm. I mean, those, exactly. Yeah, that's like the first match that comes to my mind when I think of that. So yeah. And you also brought up the fact they reinvented themselves across multiple companies and still. Oh yeah, winning still titles, are. still doing it, still doing it. Like God bless them. God bless them. They're going to need a few Advils whenever they're done with this. But um, moving on to our number four pick, uh, might as well stay in the vein of uh, brothers, or you know, is fake, that fake, is fake. that canon? Is that fake, can- fake brothers? 
Sure, might as well. Uh, the Dudley Boys, uh, Team 3D. You cannot no, different, different. Um, same mothers, different fathers. That's what it is. They're there somewhere. we go. So they're they're somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, much in the vein of Jeff Hardy and his brother Matt. Uh, over the top wrestling. I mean, you talk about memorable moments, you know, Devon, get the tables, you know, their time in ECW. It's just like their time in TNA. Their time in TNA. I mean, do we bring up aces and eights and all oh, that yeah. stuff? Oh, well, yeah. That shook up the company. You know, Devon's left the company and then apparently he's back on ACs and eights. That was shocking. Bubba Ray Dugley being the leader of AC and eights. I got my eyes on TNA. Like, what's going on over there? But winning tag titles there, ECW or WWE, like it, it's crazy. Like, and I feel like we you know we talked about Jeff Hardy. You talk about the Hardys, you're also going to talk about the Delis in that same vein. Like that, these guys revolutionized tag team wrestlings, and you know they show you that you don't have to be fit to be a great tag team. You could be a little bit chubby, you could be a little bit overweight, and still have these people chant you on and vote for you and put you over. Exactly. And it's um, with their most recent return to the company, WWE, you know, the pop they got, uh, the Bubba at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, Bubba. And then the SummerSlam after, well, after SummerSlam in Brooklyn, their quote-unquote hometown, that was amazing. I wasn't ready for that, for the Dudleys to come out. It was the New Day that was in the ring, right? Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. The, it was the Hill New Days with Francine the trombone. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love mm-hmm. it. So I'm going to pass it off to you for this one because these, these two are your boys. Uh, I'm going to let you take it away. Uh, I don't know which one you're going to talk about. I'm going to go with this one. Um, Radio RKO. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Um, granted, they only won the tag team title once, but I feel like they should be nice because they were kind of like the new DX version going over the edge. I remember, I don't know if you were watching wrestling at this time, but when they had Ric Flair and they got the steel shot chair and they busted him open and all that. And they were just great. They're two people who were singles competitors. You don't think they should go together just like their team. Theme song. It went together really well. Burning My and Light and uh, Edge's theme song was just prime real estate. Oh, it was good. I would have never thought. If you had to tell me, oh, which two mashups go together, I'd be like, not them. But granted, they only teamed once, but they just created so much magic, and they brought—they made me hate them. They literally what what they did with DX, Triple H turning, breaking his squad, um, Ric Flair dying in front of my TV. <laughs> um, he's dead. He's been dead since two thousand and eight. But um, you know, we we talk about single superstars like Eddie and Ray as well. Their 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 tag team going into a rivalry that was also good as well. But like for me, I feel like Eddie and Ray, and you can also vouch for that. That like they always oh, yeah. support in WCW and in ECW. But Randy and Edge, they were just like they never fought each other. Coming together, to defeat DX because you know DX cost them the WWE title, cost them the war title, a common enemy basically. And I feel like they raised each other better to make them who they are today. Before we continue the show, I wanted to take a little time to talk about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. 
A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations. And the more freeing solution is to find the things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique. And what works for someone else might not really work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards your goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. And for me personally, that's huge. I know that I am not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I know that I'm not getting up at four in the morning to go work out. But by using Noom and having that little more of uh, flexibility and stability, it certainly helps with my journey here. Noom also makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons that help you gain confidence and a practical knowledge one-on-one coaching, and cognitive behavioral approaches that teach you how to be mindful of your habits. 75% of Noom weight loss users finished the program, and more than 60% of users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash believe. Again, that is Noom, N-O-O-M, dot com slash believe b l exactly and i guess staying in the vein are, are we doing e and c or are we is that on our yes it is give me a five second post Kev. of post. course so our next team on this list is edge and christian the childhood best friends i mean can you hey, write also also brothers they also brothers can you really like write a better story here with edge and no. christian i mean you're doing it with your best friend you win tag team titles. You are involved um, in yeah. the best moments of tag team wrestling. Mm-hmm. Also, too, like at the time, they were just cool dudes. Like they like their stuff with the brood as well. Oh yeah. Like at the time, like the kazoos. Like it's all those quirky things I remember about Edge mm-hmm. and Christian. But their work in the ring again is superb. You know, it's good to be a tag team when your styles mingle very well together oh 100 100 and storytelling is always there and i know this isn't really a tag team moment but i the moment when christian won the war heavyweight title mm-hmm. at i got goosebumps i was always a fan of christian and uh him winning that war title i wish it would have happened in mania and have him beat edge i feel like that would have been a hard for a moment but we got an extreme rules at a moment where edge had to retire at the moment, but you know, tag teams, they win, they broke up, and then frankly, they never really tag team, they never won tag team after the breakup. But you talk about three tag teams from the Attitude Eras, you think of Harp, uh, you think of ENC, Dudley's, and the uh, Hardy Boys. And I feel exactly. like exactly, and at that time, I mean, you look at that, I feel like we, we sound like millennials right now, all picking old school. And I, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna give you the last pick, and this is gonna make us really millennials with this last pick. So, Kev, what is our number one in tag team wrestling? Um, well, oh, honorable mentions first of all. Yeah, honorable mentions. I'm gonna say the New Day. Mm-hmm. I mean, strictly for the fact how many tag team titles they won. Same vein, the Usos. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now there's a renaissance in tag team wrestling. You bring up those two. And let's not just stick to WWE. Let's address other companies. The Young Bucks. I mean, their tag team wrestling. Like, mm-hmm. it was always the thing where, you know, you talk about, oh, this team left WWE. Who are they going to face first? It's always the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Or it was always the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, a self centered pick. Uh, this is out of left field, one I didn't tell you about. The Revival. I love them. Oh, yeah. Underrated tag team, for sure. 
I know they're kind of like shunned or frowned upon for whatever reason because they're like apparently pricks and stuff like that. Really? I just like them. Uh, there's a lot of like weird aura around them apparently. Uh-huh. So uh, yeah, I like the revival. There's oh, a little little thing in me. Um, Brother Destruction is going back to WWE. Um, that one, um, one pick I want to do, and they're only attacking for just a short amount of time. Jericho. Oh yeah. Because they were the first tag team to ever main event a pay per view. They brought the tag titles up to main event status with their feud with the Undertaker, with DX, and everything like that. And together they combined held held many titles. And I feel like no other tag team yet has brought tag titles to the main event scene. Of course, you talk about the women's tag team wrestling, but why should we care if WWE doesn't care about them? But um. Yeah, do you agree about me? Like how Jericho brought the tag titles to relevancy, making it into a main event. Yeah, I just remember them two walking down to the ring with like back in the day. It was like two separate tag yeah. team titles. Like a big show was just too damn big to be like around his wear- waist. Yeah, wearing the titles. So um, also talk about a theme song that meshes well together. Okay. Uh, they I'll- remixed Jericho's yeah. song to go with the Big Show song. I I I honestly hot take like the showman's better than the Jericho. I can see that. I, I respect that pick. Now, in the vein of respect, and also giving, DX, by the way. Oh uh, yeah, DX. Can't forget that. You know, we we got to bring DX. We did mention Brothers of Destruction, mm-hmm. Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, Hall Hogan, and Macho Man. Yes, the the superpowers. Because that's that's good style of tearing. Because that was that, really good. Do we bring up the shield? Is that a thing? Do, do they warrant that or no? That's a faction. That's a group. Faction. Um, another one. Uh, te- talk about technicality, and that'll branch us into our number one. The British Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. Just a masterclass in the ring. They're just athletes, pure athletes. Uh, at the time, you just didn't really see stuff like that. It was a bunch of stiff working in the ring. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, the British Bulldogs. Another honorable mention. Now. Number one, no, numero uno, as they say. A millennial know. pick. No, is this a millennial pick? I feel like this is a millennial pick. I feel like we confused the list here. I don't know. Uh, this might seem millennial or not. I don't know. Uh, the Heart Foundation. Yeah. They, do you really consider that millennial? Yeah, old school. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. There. And, then, and then millennials picking old school wrestlers. So, yeah. I mean, right now, as you say it, Bret Hart, Jim the Anvil, Nightheart. Two of the best technical in-ring workers, Bret Hart being the pinnacle of that. You know, mm-hmm. it's just always like him, Sean, yeah. like that group. And, you know, I, everyone says like, oh, Kenny, Kenny Omega is the best wrestler today. I, I still think Bret Hart is still the best wrestler. That best there is, best there was, best there ever will be. Granted, all these people doing the flippy flabs, you go in a mat, you're not, you're not going to beat Bret. It's the submission stuff. It is yeah. just that. Like, um, I can't think of like anything more iconic than the pink and black, the glasses. Yeah, the sharpshooter. Little Kev yelling in the hallway. Brett! The uh, Montreal Screwjob. Yeah, I mean, yeah, oh, yeah. Bringing mainstream WWE into mainstream. Um, I feel like no one has done a better sharpshooter since Brett. Not at all. No, even her niece and Natalia can't even do it right. Um, Cesaro does it a little bit away, but I feel like that's because Tyson taught him the way of the um, mm. Foundation. But you know, Brett, 
uh, Jim Nimmer Hardhart. Uh, Owen Hart also won the tag team titles with them, so you can't forget him. The really great stand. Like we said, there's so many more tag teams on this list that we didn't mention. Um, like Santino Rama kills off. This guy. This guy. I can't, like, well, I guess in the vein of a more modern pick, do we count the bar? Is that is that one we're willing to put on the the pod for for everybody? Does the bar make it make it Cesaro and Sheamus? Um, you know what? Just for you to make you happy, and it's almost your birthday. Sure. While we're at it, now this is completely NXT undisputed era. I feel like that's a group, though. That's a faction. Faction, yeah. Okay. No, I respect it. Before I say anything else stupid, um, I'm going to call it here on the Get Comfy Podcast. Oh, DIY. Ooh, that's a good one. I wish they got the main roster run. Like no, you didn't. No, 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 you didn't. No, you don't. No, no. no I, no. I don't want to taint that memory at all. Uh, just leave it as it be. Just, but, like, uh, yeah, just, just like how you want a UE and not to the mainstream. Yeah, and then the look, what happen- look what happened. Look what happened. Look what they did to my boys. I love anyway, my boys. before we go be- down that bad rabbit hole, <laughs> I think that about does it here for the Get Comfy Lowdown. I hope you guys enjoyed. This show goes live every Wednesday morning. You can catch the Get Comfy Game Break and the Get Comfy Podcast every every single Sunday and Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms on iTunes, Spotify, and, of course, the Believe Network. I have been K-Lo, joined by my tag team partner. What up, guys? Am on the mic, and this podcast has been undisputed. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.